3: Pro USA is the home of straight talk and honest answers about everything automotive. And Jerry Reynolds, the CarPro, is here to help you. He was in the car business for over 35 years and won USA Today's Dealer of the Year Award twice. So it's not like he's some knucklehead. Radio Hall of Famer Kevin McCarthy is his sidekick. Also not a knucklehead. So knuckle down and enjoy car Pro USA.
4: So, how are you doing today? My name is Jerry Reynolds. I'm the car pro, and I will be your car pro if you're thinking about making a move. We need to talk about it because it's some weird things going on out in the marketplace right this second. Uh, new car shortages. For some manufacturers, are getting better. For others, they're not getting any better, and in fact, are getting worse. We got word that Toyota was going to have to cut more production. For the rest of this month and the all of uh, all of September, so you know if you're looking for a Toyota, it's uh, it's going to be a little tougher if you're looking for something very specific. But let me tell you this: if you've got a Toyota to trade, Mm -hmm. holy cow! The dealers found out on Tuesday that production was going to be cut by forty percent. When I looked at when I was watching the auction on Wednesday, the day after. The Toyota dealers were paying amazing money for used Toyotas. Never seen anything like it. Um, you know, I, I I screenshotted a couple of Rav fours that that were bringing seven and eight thousand dollars over the market guide, uh, which means that one of them was a twenty nineteen. It sold at the auction for more than MSRP was when it was brand new. That's what's going on. The Toyota dealers. Knowing that, that they're losing forty percent of their vehicles coming in over the next eight weeks, they are paying big money for used Toyotas, especially late model uh, RAV fours and Highlanders and Forerunners and Tacomas and Tundras. Uh, so if you got one of those to trade, don't miss this market. But see, that's why we got to talk because if, if you if you're looking for something and you don't have a late model trade, I'm probably gonna tell you to wait because that's the right thing to do. My trusty sidekick, oh, let me give you the phone number if you want to talk. (laughs) It's kind of important. It's not unlisted. It's 800-926-7777, 800-926-7777. The lines will fill quickly. And once they do, then keep that number on your speed dial, and when you hear somebody hang up, and hit it right that second and we'll get you in. I do need to talk to you. I can't give blanket answers anymore like I used to be able to. There is no right or wrong. There's there's just timing. And that's why we got to talk. My trusty sidekick Kevin McCarthy joins me now.
0: Is our number listed? Is there can you call 800 directory assistance and say what's the Carpro USA number?
4: I don't know. But uh-huh. you can certainly go to carprousa.com our website and find it. Yes. That's simple.
0: Yes. We're not one of the contact us people where <clears throat> you have to fill out a form. <clears throat> oh, God. And send it to, you know, no That's just if you want to get in touch with one of our dealers. That's right. And they need to have your information. So, Jerry, it's, it's you know, I think just because you keep me up to date, you keep our listeners up to date, uh, I, I figure if, you know, everybody knows what's going on in, in the crazy car business.
4: No, they don't. They don't. I can tell you that for for a fact.
0: I swear, if I'm lying, I'm dying. Next door, which has become kind of like the Facebook Junior, except no pictures. Yeah. A, unless it's up of a bobcat or something in my
4: or a missing pet. A missing pet.
0: Yes. Here's here's Fluffy. She's she's not here. Like, swear to God, there was a question from a, an apparently a young woman on Next Door yesterday going. What is it? Why are the rents on apartments going up around here? And how come I can't find a new car to buy or a used car to buy that's not incredibly expensive? Yeah, probably ought to listen to the show. Probably ought to crawl out of that cave, you know, do something on the internet besides look at Instagram once Well, in a while. if you don't,
4: I mean, honestly, where else are you going to get the information if you don't listen to
0: us? Well, there are stories on websites, not that many of them.
4: No, there's not. And, you know, people are skeptical. And they're,
0: they're always wrong, by the
4: way. Oh, of course they are.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's just an incredible thing. I remember, just a, a brief flashback. When I was a kid, I thought Time and Newsweek magazines were the Bible. Yeah. Until one of them did a story about the radio business and got everything in the story wrong. <laughs> yes. I went, okay can't trust Time and Newsweek anymore. No, so you that, can't. And that was the beginning of the yeah, that media.
4: Especially online because they're trying to grab headlines and trying to get clicks. Yeah. Uh, a whole different world today. Steve in Colleen, Texas. Welcome. Steve, what can I do for you?
5: Good day, gentlemen. Um, i sure glad you are here to talk to me because I've got a little bit of a pickle. I'm hmm. a little bit of a pickle here.
4: Well, let's pickle you
5: um, Kosher. I appreciate that appreciate that. Uh, actually, yeah. Yeah, kosher, for sure. <laughs> um, this is my situation. <laughs> I've got a uh, 2012 Hyundai Elantra Limited that I bought uh, not too long ago. And I uh, bought it with the idea that it was going to need some repairs, but uh, hopefully not going to be that big of a deal. Well, the very next day, it started making some funny sounds it wasn't making the day before when I bought it. And so I bought it, brought it to a couple dealerships or a couple of uh repair places, and uh, I found out basically through uh, having some metal shavings in the pan that the engine's going out, which is unfortunate. Uh,
4: And and how many miles on it?
5: uh, It's got 97,000.
4: Okay. And it's a 2012. So
5: 2012.
4: And you don't get the 10-year, 100,000-mile warranty if you buy used.
5: Uh, As far as I know, that's the case. Uh, It is. It definitely is.
2: Yeah.
5: Okay. Okay, so um, there are various choices I have, um, anywhere from maybe 2000 up to maybe four or $5,000 to replace the engine. Being the uh, environment that we're in with used cars, the debacle that it is, um, would you suggest uh, selling it and starting fresh, or would you suggest uh, putting a different engine in there and doing what I could to drive I, for 20000 30000 I
4: would try to sell it or, or trade it, actually. Uh, If you sell it yourself, you're going to have to disclose, you know, that you know that there's an engine problem. You just have to do that. If you trade it, it's the dealer's responsibility to do his homework and and figure it out, and they may or may not catch it. Uh, So, yeah, I would, given the market and and given as popular as Hyundai's are and the fact that you haven't hit 100,000 miles, which is where a car depreciates a lot, Uh you got a 2 liter or a 2.4.
5: It's a one point
4: eight. It's a one point eight. That wasn't one of my choices because yeah. the, the, <laughs> the metal, the metal shaving issue was primarily on the two liters and the two point fours, uh, and okay. if I remember correctly, it came about later than than twenty twelve. Uh, so yeah, I, I would try it. If not, then I would I would fix it and plan to keep it for a long time, and I'd probably take the more expensive route and get it fixed right and try to get two hundred thousand miles out of it. So I'm sorry that happened to you, sir, and I do appreciate the phone call very much, and I wish you all the best. I hate to hear those stories.
3: The best advice you can ever get on your next car is just a phone call away. Call CarPro USA right now, 1-800-926-7777.
0: This is CarPro USA, and if clicks in our newsletter are a good indicator, and they usually are, the new Ford Bronco Outer Banks that Jerry reviewed in the newsletter this week and the 2022 all-new Genesis GV70 that Amy Plemons reviewed are both going to be big hits.
4: Well, yeah, we know the Genesis is, and the Broncos sold out for two years. so That qualifies as Mm -hmm. a big hit? It already is. Yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. If you haven't subscribed to our free weekly newsletter, do so today. Go to carprousa.com, and down toward the bottom, you'll see CarPro Newsletter. Give us your email address, which we will protect, like it was our own, and uh, we'll get you yesterday's in your inbox uh, later today. Uh, Some of the stories today, besides those two reviews, was the 20 best-selling cars in July. And I wrote an article about leases and down payments. And it's very enlightening. A lot of people don't realize that whatever you put down on a lease is gone at the end of the lease. And I explain that and walk you through, and I give you two examples of two people who were leasing the exact same car. But one put $5,000 down, and one put zero down, and then how that all ended up for both of them. It's pretty eye-opening, and it will make you think before you decide to put money down on a lease. Judy, Canyon Country, California, welcome. How can I help you?
1: Hey, good morning. I love the show, just like everybody else. Thank you. You give me good guidance. Well, thank you. my situation. I have a... 2003 Chevy Cavalier, I've had it since day one. It is my baby. It has 155,000 miles on it. It's regularly taken care of, but it's just getting old like all of us.
4: Yes, <laughs> so, yes.
1: My hus- it is. My husband wants me to replace it. Now, I'm older. I'm I'm in my, my mid-60s. I would love to get a Chevy Colorado uh, used, uh, pre-owned, and I've had, truck, I had a truck before for, like, 20 years, F, uh, an F10. My husband would like me to get the more conservative mm-hmm. Malibu. Uh, Used, they're about $10,000 difference. So I'm asking your opinion. You know, I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. I value what you have to say.
4: Well, let me tell you, they're both great vehicles. I've loved the Colorado since they brought it back, uh, which I think was in 2015. The Malibu historically, one of the best cars ever. They never sold really well, uh, and I never understood that. I guess it was just so much competition from the Japanese uh, with Camry and Accord and and those sort of things. It just kept it from never being a huge seller. But I will tell you this. Companies who supply cars to, to their people, especially salespeople who are out on the road, they love the Malibu. Because it was such a great car. Now, you know, you, you, you're not going to go wrong with either of those. But, you know, that's they're, they're so different. I, 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 that's going to be a decision that you two need to make yourself. Obviously, the Malibu is going to get much better fuel economy. And it's going to be a lot less money up front. Um, <clears throat> it's going to have a better ride than the Colorado. But if you need to go to Home Depot, you know, putting stuff in the trunk of a Malibu isn't as handy as putting it into the bed of a Colorado. So, I think y'all are just going to have to weigh this out. I will tell you this. If you're not having any severe problems with your Cavalier, this is you are a good person to wait until after the 1st of the year to do something. Right now you'd be paying a premium for a Colorado in particular, but even the Malibu, the prices On them, on cars right now, is so much higher than it was a few months ago. And it won't last. There will be a correction in the market. I don't think it will happen until probably the end of this year, the very early part of next year. But if you can wait, I think you can save thousands of dollars.
1: I can't wait, and I appreciate your, your advice, and I will do that and tell husband you said so. Yeah. Thank you very much. And so just, there.
4: Don't tell him I said, I said to do the Malibu. <laughs> tell him I said they were both good <laughs> and that y'all were going to, I mean, worst case, flip a coin, you know? No, just tell him
0: I'll sure he said, him said so said and said to shake to your wait. finger.
1: Right. Well, we're going to wait. I, I've been wanting to wait. I'm not in as big a hurry as he is. So thank you for you guys' advice, and y'all. I love you every
4: Saturday morning. Well, you're a doll, Judy. Thank you so much. 800-926-7777. That's the phone number here. CarProUSA.com is where you'll find my FAQ page that will give you all kinds of information, uh, especially if you're uh, if you've got insurance questions. I've got a lot of insurance articles there on how to deal with an adjuster how to collect your diminished value if you were in a wreck that wasn't your fault. But there's 90 questions there, and every one of them might be of help to
3: you. You can go online, read rave reviews, and still end up with a big, slow lemon. Or you can get the truth from CarPro USA now at (laughs) 1-800-926-7777.
4: Jim in San Antonio, you're up next. What can I help you with, Jim?
6: Uh, Hi, Jerry. Enjoy your show, and thank you for taking my call. Oh, you Um, bet, sir. Thank you. I have a a 2019 GMC AT4 uh, half-ton pickup, four-wheel drive with a six-liter engine in it. Mm -hmm. And recently, I took it in uh, for an oil change, and they did a recall on it. Uh, It was uh, in reference to the emissions. And, unfortunately, I didn't read the recall very closely. It was voluntary. Well, after they did it, uh seems like I lost a lot of performance in my engine. Is there any recourse for me to go back and tell them to set the ECM back to the factory settings?
4: Maybe. Um, and I'm not familiar with the recall, even though we put recalls in our newsletter every week. In fact, we had a huge one, huge list of recalls this week. Um, you know the question that I have is and and maybe your dealer could answer it is is it going to affect the emissions in the future so, to where you wouldn't pass emissions and that's what I would want to know right. you know because then if you take that action and they say okay you can we can unwind the recall um so so it was voluntary huh that's weird they're not typically yeah
6: I um, know it was it the, the way it read it was really for California. But then it said, and federal emissions. Huh. So, wish I'd have never done it, but yeah. it's over now. Did
4: did you drop in fuel economy, or are you just feeling the loss of power? Loss of power. Okay. So, they've they've restricted it somehow. Um, oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah.
6: It said, well, what little explanation I got was uh, the fuel-air ratio. It was running too hot.
4: All right, that, this is one I think you're going to need to talk to the service manager at the dealership that you, that did the job and see what he thinks, and, and just ask him the question, and I'm sure he'll tell you the truth. Uh, you know, if this was your truck, what would you do, and find out from there, and and I think you'll probably get your answer, and I hope that they can reverse it. We just want to make sure that, you know, next time you go to get a state inspection sticker, you uh, Actually, you don't get stickers anymore. But the next time you go to get it inspected, when they, when they hook it up to the machine, it'll pass. And it doesn't come out of your pocket to fix it. So that's that's what, that's what the way I'd handle it, Jim. And I hope it works out. And I do appreciate the phone call very much.
3: If you're looking for new wheels, you can't go wrong if you call CarPro USA for advice. 1-800-926-7777.
4: This hour of CarPro USA is brought to you by our friends at Progressive. Drivers who save with Progressive save over $700 on average. See what they can do for you at Progressive.com. Tell them the CarPro sent you.
0: So, the Ford Bronco review, that's the vehicle you had last week in our newsletter. What have you been driving this week?
4: Well, I've had a brand new entry into the SUV lineup for Infinity. I've had the Infiniti QX55. Uh, chances are you've probably not heard about this one yet. Uh, I'm not even sure the dealers have them yet, to be honest with you. Uh, I think maybe they're coming in September. But um, kind of slots between the QX50 and the QX60. Uh, midsize Coupe. Uh, it's 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 officially an SUV, but it you can make the case that it sort of looks like a large hatchback car it's got a very swooping roof line and boy this thing just really performs well it's got a two liter four-cylinder turbo under the hood and it's got the cvt transmission i noted in the review and the video that i did that i don't typically like cvt transmissions but nissan went about it in a smart way and they programmed in Artificial shifts shifts between the gears, so it 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 feels like, and it sounds like it's shifting, but it's not. And it's kind of interesting uh, when you're in sport mode, they pump some uh, exhaust sound into the vehicle, where it sounds kind of like a hot rod. Uh, handles great. It's an infinity. You know, it's going to have a great interior. Uh, I love the. The Dash setup, it's got two screens, one on top of the other. The top screen handles the navigation system. The bottom screen handles everything else. and And that's nice. I mean, I know it's been around in Infinities for a long time, and Nissan too. But I like having that navigation screen up high because you don't lose the screen if you want to change radio stations or you know hook up your Bluetooth or whatever. It's always constant up there, and I really like that. Um, so I've I've been impressed. Fifty eight grand on the window sticker. Uh, it's a five passenger. The back seat's sort of interesting to me. It's kind of stadium seating, in that it the back seat sets up higher than than your typical back seat. And I would have bet money looking at the way this roof line swoops. I would have bet money that back seat headroom would have been real short in supply. It's not. Um my cameraman that, that shot my video, he's a little over six feet, and he was fine back there. So it's a, neat, it's a neat SUV. I'd recommend it. You've written about that
0: in a couple of the vehicles you've reviewed lately, that don't be fooled by the apparent swooping down roof line, that it's an illusion. Yeah. With a design illusion, there's plenty of headroom, you mentioned, in two or three different vehicles yeah. in the back seat.
4: It's true. And this is a... This is kind of a new sub segment of midsize SUVs. We're seeing a lot of these uh, coupes. Mercedes has been big into it. BMW's been big into it. Uh, now Infiniti. So does, just one more. And Infiniti needed n- some new, fresh product.
0: Does the the rear end, the trunk, does it open like a hatchback or does it open like a trunk?
4: Yeah, kind of. Uh, I'd liken it to a hatchback, but a ton of cargo area back there. I was real impressed with the with the room in the back. So, with that, let's go to James in Clear Lake, Texas. Hello, James, and thanks for holding.
7: Hey, thank you very much, guys. Appreciate your show. It's always awesome to hear y'all. Thank you, man. On Saturday,
4: appreciate that. No problem. Hey,
7: my backstory is uh, my wife just recently took a job, but we only need one vehicle. We currently have two vehicles: a Lexus GX four hundred and sixty twenty eighteen with twenty six thousand miles. We also have an RC350 2015 with 52,000 miles. That little thing will do 140 miles an hour, which I didn't know.
4: I don't I doubt it.
7: fast. Yes. <laughs> but uh, I was up at the Sterling McCall doing some uh, maintenance on the GX just in the oil tanks, and they mentioned they don't have any cars on the lot. And I said, well, you know, maybe I could trade two of these cars in and only get one. My wife is a fan of the GX, so she loves the SUV. So I was seeing if it's better to wait and for the 2022 GXs to come out or see if, you know, there's, there's some 2021s up there. I looked at them. They're nice, but, you know, the interior has been the same for so many years. It's just, oh yeah. You know, it's the same. It's true. I feel like I'm buying the same car.
4: Yep. You do. Uh, what I would do, I'd wait on the 2022 if I were you. Uh, oh. I think it's going to be much improved. It's one of those vehicles. It's kind of like Tundra with Toyota. You know, they only change them every seven or eight years. But when they change them, it's drastic, and I believe this one will be too. And I think I I agree with you 100%. I wouldn't spend money on um, a vehicle just like the one I've I've got. Uh, I've never done that in my life. But you also don't want to miss out on this used car market right now. So if I were you, I would sell the 2018 GX 460 because I was watching GX prices this week. Toyotas and Lexuses are through the roof. And I mean, one with okay. one with the kind of – that you can get by with one car, I would sell the GX and I'd trade the RC when the 2022s come in. And, and, okay. and I think that makes the most sense. Uh, you, you just – dude, I'm going to tell you now, if you miss this market and we don't know when it's going to change, but we do know when it changes, it's going to be drastic difference between what it's worth today and what it's worth is, you know, 60 days from now or less, whenever the market corrects itself, it could be $5,000. And I ain't kidding you. Do you
7: know when the 2022s are coming out? I don't.
4: I I, I really don't. Uh, Liza Postel's the GM at Lexus of Clear Lake and uh, right there in your back door. And if you'll talk to her, she'll she'll tell you she'll know when they're coming in, and can probably put your name on one. Now, if she's got them coming in within the next, I'd say month, then trade give her your GX, and she can show it as this is only in Texas. She can show it as a trade in when the new one comes in, and you'll save six and a quarter percent sales tax.
7: Oh yeah, oh yeah. So, Excellent, man, I really appreciate that. Hey,
4: you are welcome. You'll you'll find Liza and her crew at carprousa.com under certified dealers. Uh, it's a great dealership, as you know, because you use them. Uh, and oh,
7: their service department is phenomenal. It is. It is. Dean over there, it's just the blessing, man. That man's so honest, and I wish he <laughs> sold cars. I buy something <laughs> from him, just sight unseen.
4: Well, let me Did tell you, say you. So, yep, I got it. When you talk to Liza, um, you're going to feel the same way. She is a doll. And just just sweetest gal in the world. You'll love her to death. So just tell her I sent you. Go through my website, get your VIP certificate, and she'll know that I sent you. Thank you, sir. I appreciate that. All right, pal. Have a good one. Thank you so much. And look, if you – and it doesn't matter what what year, make, or model. If you're in a lease right now that's ending any time between now and the end of the year, and a lot of people have leases that end in December – do it now. Get, get get a piece of this market while it's there, because it won't be there forever. And there's nothing, I mean, it depends on the lease company, but you will probably pocket a nice chunk of change by doing it now. If you wait till the end of the lease, the market will have corrected by then, most likely, and it's going to cost you a lot of money, and I mean that.
3: There's a limit to how much you can learn about a car online. Call CarPro USA to learn more. 1-800-926-7777.
0: This week's CarPro newsletter has some interesting tips from Jerry that he got from, of all people, the Better Business Bureau about how you can save money on a rental car if you can find one to rent. The one I like best was if you can't find
4: one to rent, try U-Haul. Get a small <laughs> truck or a van. I've seen people do that. You know, there's just the shortage, the microchip shortage is, it's wreaking havoc on a lot of industries. And the auto industry certainly has probably been the hardest hit. But, you know, when they move to selling microchips to the car companies, then that puts shortages elsewhere. I mean, getting a cell phone today, uh, it's not as easy as it once was. And so you just you we gotta know it's just some really odd times that we're in right now because of the microchip shortage, but I do see it easing up some. I see evidence from Ford in the Texas market. They put zero percent for seventy two on the F one fifty yesterday the 2021, not the Tremor or the Raptor, but everything else. It's got zero for 72. That tells me they're wanting to move out the inventory that's there, and it makes me really think they're anticipating getting this chip shortage handled pretty quickly. And, man, that would be great. Let's go to Fernando in Fontana, California. Hello, Fernando. What can I do for you?
6: Hey, Jerry. How you doing?
4: Great, man. What's up?
6: Hey, I have a 2006 E350 Mercedes. It's been it was garage for 10 years. Now I'm using it on and off as a commuter. I took advantage of your suggestion back in March. I was holding off on of buying a new car, so I went out and bought a GL 350 Mercedes SUV, yeah. and I love it. Yeah. But I'm wondering if I should if I should sell my 2006 E350 Mercedes. It's in great condition.
4: Yeah, I would. Uh, the market will never be as high as it is right now, and that's a fact. If you're going to get rid of it, now's the time to pull the trigger. Uh, let me give you a website that I send my listeners to. Uh, they've been real good to uh, anybody that I send them, and they'll give you a bid on it. And it'll take about two minutes, and you know exactly what they'll write you a check for. And not only will they write you okay. a check, but they'll bring you the check and pick up your car. Uh, really couldn't be easier. Give me the VIN.com slash car Give me the vin, VIN.com slash car pro. Uh, putting the car pro on there will get you to a guy named Mike, who's a senior buyer. He's the one that helps my listeners, and they really do try to help. Uh, so yeah, let's see what it's worth. You know, if, if it's not enough to make you happy and you want to try to sell it yourself, which. Might be, might be kind of tough because you're over that hundred thousand mile mark, and people are leery. Yep. People are leery of cars. Plus, it's, you know, it's fifteen years old. But it, it, the, the bottom line is, it's worth more now than it ever will be again. So I'd take advantage of it.
6: All right, Jerry. Thank you very much,
4: brother. You are welcome, and thank you for tuning us in. We appreciate it, and we'll be my. Uh, <laughs> My true story from a former car dealer that I highlighted this week oh was was a big hit. And it was it was titled Dateline NBC, when I still owned my big Ford dealership. Unbeknownst to me, uh, Dateline was doing a car dealer sting, if you will. They they picked a, four of the largest dealers in Dallas Fort Worth and sent undercover people in there with hidden cameras. They shot at me on a busy Saturday. They shot at me four times, four different mystery shoppers came to my store. I didn't find out about it until Monday when I got a fax that they had been there and that they had been undercover. Uh, it, it was about as stressful a time as I have ever had. And it, 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 no matter how good a dealership you run, that's scary. You can read the rest of the story by subscribing to the newsletter today, and we'll get it in your inbox later today. I think you'll enjoy it.
3: There's guessing, there's kind of knowing, then there's calling CarPro USA to be sure. 1 800 926 7777.
0: Thanks for joining us on CarPro USA. In Southern California, we heard from a listener this week who referred a childhood friend, which he said was a long time ago, to our website because she and her daughter had been looking for a Nissan Leaf and wanted a two-year lease, and they couldn't find one anywhere on the west side of L.A. He suggested they go to CarProUSA.com. Right. They did. They did. And ended up taking the two-hour drive to see your old friend Linda Weber at Nissan of Tustin, and of course, Linda found a suitable leaf and a great lease deal for them. His mother called him. The mother called him on the way home and told him she had never in her life dealt for a vehicle in an environment so devoid of all those things that people associate with buying a car, that make one's skin crawl. He said. <laughs> She felt it was unlike any prior experience. They left happy with a car that wasn't a compromise, couldn't have asked for more, and that's why Linda Weber got another five-star rating.
4: She's been with us a long time.
0: Yeah, she's one of our original dealers, I think. In, in Austin, Texas, our original Car Pro Specialist, yes. I should say. In Austin, a listener got a new Subaru from General Manager Chris Hudson at Austin Subaru. He yeah. said, no haggling, no stress, and... He was in and out of the dealership in less than an hour. That's pretty good. Five stars for Chris Hudson and Austin <laughs> Subaru. Yeah. An hour?
4: Yeah, especially instead with
0: of half a day?
4: With Subarus being so short in supply, you know. Uh, I'm sure they did a lot of the preliminary work starting out at our website CarPro mm-hmm. USA. They did. And, and that certainly does speed things up. And you can do just about everything once you get the conversation started. They know they know that I sent you. You get that VIP certificate. Ooh, magic things happen. You don't have to spend all day at a car dealership. Start at carprousa.com and shortcut the system. It's been working for years.
3: You can do all the research and still end up with a limit. But you don't have to. Call car Pro USA at 1-800-926-7777. <laughs>